1: Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash rs10 today.
0: Those mighty underdogs, the Kansas City Chiefs that no one ever expected anything from. Come on, Chiefs Radio Network on the call of the AFC Championship game, by the way. It's Beck QL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron is off today, Chris, alongside Joe. Isaac Trotter joins us in 20 minutes to talk college hoops, National College basketball writer for 24-7 Sports. Lightning bets in the final hour as well. Like, I get it. A lot of us doubted the Chiefs on the road deal as uh, as road dogs, But, but... Hey, they proved us wrong. They won those games. And I don't think anybody, I think at least not a lot of people, were going into the AFC championship game thinking, oh, well, they have no chance against the Ravens. In fact, I heard a lot of people say, well, just uh, pump your brakes. It's still Patrick Mahomes. And that's what ended up working out. And as we continue our NFL year in review, division by division, conveniently enough, it takes us to the site of the AFC championship game and the AFC North Joe. And I'll be honest in that I expected more out of Lamar Jackson in that game. I expected MVP Lamar Jackson to show up. I expected the Ravens to remember that such a thing as a run game exists. We didn't get either of those. You can blame Todd Munkin for it. You can blame John Harbaugh. You can blame Lamar Jackson. There's plenty of blame to go around. But the question now is, What are are they going to ever be able and by they I mean Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson together break through that that glass ceiling of getting to the Super Bowl and paying off on the promise that I think Lamar Jackson has provided for Ravens fans for years now since he won that MVP award a few years ago on track to win his second again this year. But if it doesn't culminate in a trip to the Super Bowl, does it
2: matter? It's funny, like many things in sports, especially nowadays, one quick result can flip our opinion completely. Like The Ravens Mm -hmm. are a perfect example. How many people were saying, see, Lamar can do it in the playoffs. He slayed that playoff dragon after a win over the Houston Texans who weren't even supposed to be be there, right? Um, Right. They handled business 34 to 10, and then it was added to the list of duds in the postseason for Lamar. Uh, which is exactly what we saw in the KC game. Is it all on him? Is it scheming and play calling? I mean, it, it was everything in that game. I mean, the final score, not really indicative of what we were watching. Like, what's completely lost in it is that Kansas City didn't even score a point in the second half, and they were yeah. really never – really. it didn't feel like they were truly in danger because <sighs> we're putting it all on Lamar. That team was stupid that day. Like every, yes. everywhere. Like you look well, at it and and like and that's coaching. What are you doing there? This yeah. flag, that flag, a flowers drive. Like there was so much stupid football going on with that team. It felt like they were overwhelmed by the moment against a team that's uh that's won a whole lot recently.
0: Well, and that's where Harbaugh does come in and get some of the blame, whether it's game planning, whether it's he and Monkin. Um, you know, Harbaugh. You you hear coaches a lot of times get hammered when their teams are heavily penalized or take stupid penalties. I'm okay with that blame in that moment, in that spot, especially in the AFC championship game. Yeah. A lot of it goes to Lamar because he just looked uncomfortable at times in that game. Maybe that had to do with the game plan as well, but there's, you know, they're replacing a lot of assistant coaches this off season. Maybe there's no problem with that as long as, you know, Harbaugh is still sitting on his throne there running the whole thing in Baltimore, but I don't know if anybody necessarily expects them to just be a shoe in to get back to the AFC Championship game, especially to, to have an opportunity to play it at home. You still have the Chiefs and the Bills and the Dolphins and, you know, an up-and-coming Texans team to, to deal with. Not to mention, Joe Burrow will be back and healthy in your own division, right? Um I'm not counting on the Steelers offense necessarily figuring anything out, but for whatever reason, they've had the Ravens number uh, during the Lamar Jackson era. The Browns will have Deshaun Watson and Nick Chubb back. Uh, You know, they did what they did this year. 11 wins with Joe Flacco quarterbacking them for the last six weeks. Like that is a, this is a tough division. Um, And I don't just mean like physically tough, bruising all those old cliches about AFC North football, but like, there's there's no shoe in that they even win the division. They'll be the favorites Baltimore, but I mean, again, burrow back Watson and Chubb back. Um, you know, th- that that's a three-team battle for the division next year.
2: I kept thinking about the Eagles with all these changes on the coaching staff for Baltimore. You lose Mike McDonald over to Seattle, Anthony Weaver goes uh, cuz he's promoted to be Miami's DC. So, I I wonder if he sticks around. Does he get that gig? So what they end up doing to replace McDonald, they promote the inside linebackers coach Zach Orr to be the DC. That's a lot of movement. Now it's a great, great unit. We we know there's balance to anyone. So good offensively and defensively. But I'm I'm wondering. Okay, what was Munken, the guy we saw in the regular season, or the guy that we saw in the last game? Probably the larger sample size. But it's fair to be concerned. They smashed that win total last year of eight and a half yeah. with 13 wins. So, what's it going to be set at this year? Is it going to be 10 and a half? Remember how high the Bengals was? It was 11 and a half this yeah. past season. So, I wouldn't
0: be shocked to see an 11 and a half on Baltimore.
2: 11 and a half. It sports, could happen. Yeah. And, you know, they still beat that by a couple of games. And with a lot of uh, moving parts, ah, that would scare me off a little bit. When I think about this division as a whole, though, Chris, it's. Uh, <sighs> Quarterback injuries everywhere but Baltimore. I mean, that's Uh what this season was, Um, just how you were able to manage that. And maybe that's why Stefanski ends up being named Thursday the coach of the year, because he did it better than anybody else with four different guys, Watson, the Walker, the DTR, to eventually Flacco. And they're still the five seed in the postseason. And by the way, they beat their win total by one and a half, a higher win total of nine and a half. Um, Your Steelers also dealt with some stuff (laughs) at quarterback and they beat their win total too, eight and a half. uh, They beat it by one and a half wins. Uh, There are a lot of questions about a lot of teams here. Um,
1: Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky
0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Where are you on Cincinnati? Because I don't know where I am right now. I know the easy answer is you still got borrow. But I'm kind of right. lost with them. What's going to happen with Higgins? The multiple steps backwards that that defense took. Like we used to that's look at problem. and say, "Lou they're they're fine, they're fine." And this past season proved they're not fine.
0: Yeah, they weren't able to re- easily recover from the loss of Jesse Bates. That the back end of that defense um, right. got hammered some weeks, and that's that's a huge question. Now, again, this is. Steelers aside, this is a quarterback heavy division, you know, uh, we we still have yet to see Deshaun Watson replicate in Cleveland, what he was able to do in his prime in Houston. And I don't know if we'll Mm -hmm. ever see it again, but it is a team that to your point did what it did with Joe Flacco. So what can it do with a healthy Watson and a healthy Nick Chubb? That's huge spending most spending, playing most the bulk of the season without Nick Chubb and still somehow winning 11 games. You're right. That puts Stefanski right there in my opinion with D'Amico Ryan's for coach of the year. I'm not a I, I don't personally think Miles Garrett and look, I'm a homer for this. I don't think Miles Garrett is a better individual <laughs> talent on the defensive side of the ball than TJ Watt, but I can understand why and how he'll probably end up winning defensive player of the year. Like I, I I can I don't necessarily agree with it, but I can understand it. Um, it doesn't so, matter.
2: Each team has a game record. They have two to three best defenders in football.
0: Like you know exactly. So I mean I, as far as Cincinnati goes, as long as he's got more than one target to lean into, and he does. Um, I think a healthy Joe Burrow is still scary. Like that's oh, yeah. I that that's that's it. That's four division wins probably. And you look at the rest of the schedule, that means all you gotta do is go let's see, all you gotta do is go six and five in the rest of your schedule to get into the playoffs and maybe even win the division. The Bengals can do that. Um, Burrow healthy is the is the game changer for everyone in this division. Who's the second favorite in the offseason? I mean so Baltimore do you four think- the favorite. Who's the second favorite? I think it's 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 the Bengals with a with a healthy burrow. I think the yeah, Bengals okay. and Browns are are right there, but Oof. I I again with the Browns it's it's still a question of you haven't seen Watson do in Cleveland consistently what he did in Houston. Um and here's the wild part, Joe. Like the Steelers when we looked at win totals when we looked at division favorites last year a year ago, they're kind of left for dead, right? And they still, I called them a couple times last year, the zombie Steelers. Like they just keep wake, getting up. You think they're dead. They sit up like the undertaker and they just keep marching and somehow they end up in the playoffs. I don't know how or why it happens. You can give Mike Tomlin the credit. You can give the defense the credit. You can give the run game the credit. It doesn't matter. They just, they are the zombie Steelers. They're never really dead.
2: And and here's, what's going to happen. They're gonna be the long shot in the division as a fourth favorite, and people are gonna make cases. And we're not gonna bet on that, okay? Because to, to beat all of these quarterbacks in this division, like they'll right. beat the win total probably, they'll exceed expectations, maybe they'll be in the playoffs. But as far as winning the division, I I can't quite get there because of the quarterback play and the quarterback play that we have elsewhere. You know, um if there's a gap, I'm probably just gonna bet on the third favorite whether it's Cleveland or Cincinnati, if I'm getting a decent number of maybe four to one or better, I I, I'll probably take those numbers. And I think you're right because a Burrow would probably be Cincinnati, but that would make me think like, okay, I'm getting Chubb for a full season. I'm getting all this talent on defense returning Stefanski with a full off season. It's probably going to be Watson. You would think, but yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind betting on Cleveland in that spot. If they're the third favorite. Yeah, they're not gonna
0: they're not gonna let them not go with Watson in the next year. I could see I don't remember yeah. what the numbers were last summer, but I could definitely see again something similar to last summer where it was like your division favorite is a high hundreds almost two to one, and then mm-hmm. your second and third teams are in the three hundreds between three Same. and four to one. Yeah, and you're like, eh, where do I go with this thing? Um it's toss up. Uh, college hoops, no toss ups. If you have a road favorite in the Big 12, especially. Don't do like I did last night and bet on them with Kansas. We talked to Isaac Trotter about those top 10 teams playing at home tonight from 24 7 Sports. He's next right here on BeckQL Daily.